Supreme Court Update The Crown Against Gubbins 2018 SCC 44 V and G were each charged with impaired driving and with driving over 80. Their breath samples were obtained and analyzed using approved instruments and standard procedures. At each step of the process, the breathalyzers performed internal and external diagnostic tests to ensure the accuracy of the results and generated printed results. The printouts indicated that the instruments functioned properly. The Crown disclosed a standard package of documents related to the process. Both V and G requested additional disclosure, namely the maintenance records for the breathalyzers used to obtain their breath samples. The Crown produced a basic maintenance log to V, but otherwise refused to provide the requested disclosure. V applied for an order, compelling disclosure, and G applied for a stay of proceedings on the basis that his rights under Section 7 of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms had been breached. V's application was dismissed, and he was subsequently convicted of both charges, but G was granted a stay of proceedings. The Court of Queen's Bench jointly heard the appeals by V and by the Crown in G's case. It held that maintenance records are first-party records and should have been disclosed by the Crown, and upheld G's stay of proceedings and ordered a new trial for V. A majority of the Court of Appeal allowed the Crown's appeals, holding that the maintenance records are third-party records that are not to be disclosed routinely. It reinstated V's conviction and set aside G's stay of proceedings and remitted his case for a new trial. Held, Justice Cote dissenting, the appeals should be dismissed, per Chief Justice Wagner and Justices Abella, Maldaver, Karakatsanis, Gascon, Brown, Rowe, and Martin. The breathalyzer maintenance records are subject to the rules applicable to the disclosure of third-party records. As such, in order to obtain disclosure of the records, V and G are required to show that the records are likely relevant in this case, which they failed to do. The disclosure of first-party records is subject to the Stinchcomb regime. The Crown has a duty to disclose all relevant, non-privileged information in its possession or control, whether inculpatory or exculpatory. The duty, which is triggered upon request and does not require an application to the court, applies only to the prosecuting Crown. However, the Crown has a duty to make reasonable inquiries when put on notice of material in the hands of police or other Crown entities that is potentially relevant. The police have a corresponding duty to disclose the fruits of the investigation and any other information obviously relevant to an accused case. The, quote, fruits of an investigation, end quote, refers to all material pertaining to the investigation of the accused that is, the police's investigative files, as opposed to operational records or background information. The phrase, quote, obviously relevant, end quote, describes information that is not within the investigative file, but relates to the accused's ability to meet the Crown's case, raise a defense, or otherwise consider the conduct of the defense. The disclosure of third-party records is subject to the O'Connor regime, to obtain disclosure of such records, an accused must make a court application. The burden is on the accused to show that the record is likely relevant. Information will be likely relevant where there is a reasonable possibility that the information is logically probative to an issue at trial or to the competence of a witness to testify. Where the accused discharges this burden, the judge will examine the record to determine whether, 
and to what extent it should be produced to the accused. To determine which regime is applicable, the following must be considered. 1. Whether the information that is sought is in the possession or control of the prosecuting crown, and 2. Whether the nature of the information sought is such that the police or another crown entity in possession or control of the information ought to have supplied it to the prosecuting crown. This will be the case if the information can be qualified as being part of the fruits of the investigation or obviously relevant. An affirmative answer to either of these questions will call for the application of the first-party disclosure regime. Otherwise, the third-party disclosure regime applies. The requested breathalyzer maintenance records in the instant case are not part of first-party disclosure. They were not in the possession or control of the Crown, as they were held both by the RCMP and by other third parties. They are not part of the fruits of the investigation. Rather, they are created as operational records that are not specific to any particular investigation. Further, the maintenance records are not obviously relevant. The Court's decision in The Crown Against Saint-Ange-Lamoureux 2012 SCC 57, did not conclusively determine that all maintenance records are obviously relevant. The majority expressly declined to determine what evidence was relevant to determining the proper functioning and operation of the breathalyzer instrument. Moreover, the court in Saint-Ange-Lamoureux did not have the benefit of the Alcohol Test Committee's current position that records relating to periodic maintenance or inspections cannot address the working status of an approved instrument at the time of a breath test procedure. Further, the language of the presumption of accuracy set out in Section 258 sub 1 sub c of the Criminal Code, which contemplates receiving evidence that the approved instrument was malfunctioning or was operating improperly, makes no reference to maintenance. Parliament, therefore, did not expressly contemplate that the presumption of accuracy will be rebutted based on evidence as to the maintenance of the approved instrument. In addition, the expert evidence in this case supports the view that the maintenance records are not obviously relevant to the reliability of the approved instruments or to determine whether the instrument malfunctioned. The breathalyzer machines are designed to produce a fail reading when they malfunction. Maintenance records cannot indicate whether any particular result is a false positive. The existence of maintenance records and the fact that the instrument underwent maintenance from time to time is not sufficient to justify the disclosure requested by the accused. Applying the O'Connor standard for third-party disclosure, the maintenance records have not been shown to be likely relevant in this case. The court in Saint-Ange-Lamoureux contemplated that rebutting the statutory presumption of accuracy in section 258 sub 1 sub c would likely require expert evidence. In the instant case, expert evidence was only presented by the Crown. In the absence of any evidence by the accused rebutting the statutory presumption, the expert evidence of the Crown is persuasive that the maintenance records are not relevant. The conclusion that the, re the, conclusion that the maintenance records are subject to third-party disclosure rules does not put the constitutionality of section 258 sub 1 sub c in jeopardy. A defense is not illusory simply because accused persons will rarely succeed in raising a reasonable doubt by using it. The time of test records, along with the testimony from the technician or the officer involved, are evidence that the accused may use to rebut the presumption of accuracy. Maintenance records may also be available to the defense where it can show that such records are likely relevant to a material issue in the case. Per Justice Cote dissenting, the appeal should be allowed. 
maintenance records should be subject to first-party disclosure rules. They are obviously relevant to rebutting the statutory presumption of accuracy of an approved instrument established by Section 258 of the Criminal Code. Disclosing maintenance records ensures that the defense has a minimum evidentiary basis upon which it may attempt to establish that an instrument was malfunctioning. This opportunity is guaranteed by the criminal code and underlies the majority's reasons in Saint-Ange-la-Mereux. The court's reasoning in Saint-Ange-la-Mereux was dependent in large part on two assumptions. One, that the means available to an accused to raise a doubt as to the functioning of an instrument was by raising deficiencies in its maintenance, and two, that the evidentiary basis for such a defense would be readily available to that accused. The court should not depart from these assumptions on the basis of the Alcohol Test Committee's current position on the relevance of maintenance records. The committee continues to endorse the standards and procedures that were before the court when it decided Saint-Ange-la-Mereux Caution should be exercised when considering the extent to which the committee's updated recommendations are determinative of the relevance of the maintenance records, a question of law that is to be decided by the courts. The fact that only one expert opinion is before the court, while the position of the experts that may disagree on the relevance of maintenance records is notably absent from the record, is further cause for caution. In Saint-Ange-les-Mereux, it was assumed on the basis of a fulsome evidentiary record that maintenance records were relevant to rebutting the presumption at issue and the impugned scheme's constitutionality was confirmed on this basis. No new evidentiary basis calls those assumptions into question. The court assumed that the accused would be provided with an evidentiary basis to raise a reasonable doubt as to the instrument's functioning on the basis of its maintenance. Deciding that maintenance records are not available under first-party disclosure will upset the delicate balance struck in Saint-Ange-les-Mereux and put the constitutionality of Section 258 sub-1 sub-c back into question. Holding that only time-of-test records produced by the instrument can demonstrate malfunctioning effectively assumes that the machine is infallible. This confines the defense to arguments raising a doubt as to the instrument's operation, contrary to Parliament's intent to make malfunctioning and improper operation two distinct grounds for rebutting the presumption of accuracy. Recourse to third-party records will, in practice, be illusory. For an accused to have a real opportunity to show that an instrument was malfunctioning, an expert must have an evidentiary basis either to opine as to the possibility that the instrument malfunctioned or to establish the likely relevance of other information to be sought through third-party disclosure. Providing nothing by way of first-party disclosure forces accused persons and their experts to resort to conjecture and speculation. Finally, disclosing maintenance records as first-party records also serves the interests of justice. Where maintenance records reveal no issues, their disclosure may compel the accused to plead guilty. Where they reveal certain issues, and an expert is of the opinion that these issues may prove that the instrument malfunctioned, the maintenance records provide a basis for the accused to raise such a defense or to make subsequent O'Connor requests in a grounded, non-speculative manner.